Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Dealing with Stupidity. Uh, for questions and comments, please email me at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Or you could head over to the website, dealingwithstupidity.com, and uh, get on the contact page, fill that out, and it just basically goes straight to the Gmail. Or on Twitter, at Dealing with Stupidity. At DW Stupidity, or however it works. At DW Stupidity. That's that's how it works, I think. This episode is about customer service. Recently, the wife and I had a problem dealing, you know, going on with the internet connection. It was working fine on a Sunday night before we went to bed. Wake up Monday morning, it's not working. No big deal, whatever. Don't have time to troubleshoot it or mess with it or anything like that anyway. So, get home from work. Still not working. Go through all the troubleshooting shit. Unplug it. Try different cords. Resetting the modem and so on and so forth. And, you know, nothing. Still done. And you got to do that. Because, you know, the first thing they're going to ask you is the fucking obvious. It's, is it unplugged? Is the light on? Did you unplug it and plug it back in? Did you restart the modem? Did you turn the microwave off? All that bullshit. So my wife calls. When she gets home, goes through the um, whole phone number, address, explain the problem, your account number, um, and you know, and she answers yes to all the troubleshooting, and she goes through all that bullshit and whatever, so she can get it set up for a, t- a tech to come out and uh, see what's going on. You know, and of course they told her, you know, nothing else. We can't see any outages in your area. Blah 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 blah. They set it up, said uh, tech can't come out until Thursday. This is Monday. We can live without the internet for a couple of days. No big deal. Fine. Jump ahead. Guy comes over, checks everything. He was there a couple of hours and figures out the problem is in our neighbor's backyard. The neighbor behind us and to the right. So he goes over there, sees if he can get in, check the box behind their house, leaves a note on the door for them to call and let them know when they can come back and get in the backyard and all that jazz. So then the guy gives my wife a number with a case number and says, call tomorrow, which is Friday, and uh, give them the number, and they'll tell you what the update is or the status and so on and so forth. Um, okay, so my the next day rolls around Friday, leaves a message, and they don't call back to say if the, the other tech... They call back and say that another tech is coming back out Monday to work on it. So I think, cool, they got everything straightened out with the neighbor. Everything's going to work out great. So Monday rolls around. About 1230, the tech calls my wife and says he's on the way. and He's on the way out there. And my wife reminds the guy that the problem is not in our yard. It's in our neighbor, neighbor's backyard. And, of course, it wasn't the same guy from Thursday. Tell them, you know, the problem's not in our yard, not in our house. It's in our neighbor's back, our, our neighbor behind us to the backyard. Right. Okay. Got it. If that made any sense. So on my way home, I drive by that neighbor's house and see if a car, and I see a car in the driveway. No AT&T van anywhere, which makes me believe someone was home, so I don't worry about it. 4.30 rolls around. Still no internet. Now the wife comes home around 30 minutes later or so and, you know, no internet. And she tries to call the number with the case number on it. 
to get an update, see what's going on. You know, it's been all day. She talked to the guy at 1230, figured somebody's got to know something at this point. So she calls the number that was given to her, the phone number, so she can enter the case number. And the case, they say the case number she entered was wrong. She tries again. Case number was wrong. Or it doesn't exist or whatever. I tried on my phone. Same thing. She and I tried this number, or she tried the number earlier. In the, no, we both did. We, we both tried the same number earlier that day to get an update, make sure everything was going on. This was before the tech called her. So we know it was a good number. It was working fine. So my wife uses the caller ID and calls the tech back who called her earlier. I hear her asking questions, and I'm just sitting there not halfway paying attention, thinking she's going to get some kind of answer. And all of a sudden, I hear my wife say, so if nobody answers the door, you just say, screw it, and you're done. No response for a second. She's quiet, and all of a sudden, she just hangs up. I don't even ask what the response is, because I'm sure it's just as stupid as I think it is. So I don't say anything for a minute. She explains to me what happened. Which is as fucking stupid as I thought it was. Tech jackass knocks on the door. Nobody answers. So he just leaves and closes the job. That's right. Leaves, closes his job. He's all done. That's it. Knocks on the door, gets no answer. All right, I guess I'm done. Bye. Yep. What kind of horse shit is that? No, and, and on top of that, he doesn't even call us to explain anything. No reschedule. He doesn't take it upon himself to reschedule. Doesn't leave a note on their door. Doesn't call us to tell us what happened. He just washes his hands of it and basically says, well, I'm done here. He went and closed the fucking job because nobody answered the door. Now, this son of a bitch deserves a punch in the back of the fucking head. This is what this is the epitome of of being a lazy, incompetent piece of shit. Now, if it had been his house or a friend or a family member, he would have definitely tried harder. So they left a note initially, which means, well, leads me to believe, at least they say they did, which leads me to believe, well, the neighbor called and said, we'll be home between this time and this time. You can come in our backyard then. And then they call and tell us, well... The text coming out Friday, such and such, blah, blah, blah. No, nope, didn't happen anything like that. Nothing like any kind of common sense would tell you or lead you to believe. I, I just, I'm, I'm fucking dumbfounded. <laughs> Leave a number for them. Leave a note at our house. Call us back. Call whoever you talk to at AT&T and said we need to reschedule. No heads up. No, nothing. So needless to say, I was fucking fuming. Not the fact that we didn't have cable. The fact that this son of a bitch didn't do jack shit. He knocked on a door, didn't get an answer, closes his job. So my wife calls, explain everything while I'm losing my shit on my phone. She's talking to somebody on her phone. I'm losing my shit, trying to get somebody back to our house, something. It's not about not having the internet at all at this point, but... Of course, me being the genius I am, I'm caught in the seven layers of hell of fucking voice menus. And like a moron, I start yelling or not yelling. Really, I'm getting loud at a computer computerized voice 
on my phone like one of those crazy homeless crackheads you see that's yelling at a fucking dumpster in an alley, thinking he's going to get a response. Right as I give up, I hear my wife say, thank you. So she tells me someone will be out Friday to hook us up with an upgraded internet service. She explains to me that the chick she was dealing with asked her why we were still using DSL anyway, since it'll be obsolete in our area. I was like, that was awfully nice of her to give us a heads up. And why didn't people, you know, the two, three people my wife talked to and and so on to give us that same information? You know, that would have been nice to know before all this shit started in the first place. Would have been nice to know from the get-go before this all started, but fuck it. But nobody ever said jack shit about that. Nothing. Not at all. So, long story short, fine, we're upgraded. No extra charge, and supposedly the new service won't. We won't have to be, deal with the neighbor's yard, so on, and here we go. That was horse shit. I met the guy on Friday. It was awesome. And he tells me we still had to go to the neighbor's yard, to which I tell him, whatever you need to do, just let me know. We're getting in that fucking yard today. Don't none of this knocking on the door shit. If they're not home, we're hopping the fucking fence. We're gonna get this we're gonna get this fucking started, at least. He said, No, we got it. No problems. He had to help her, so you know, they did what they had to do. I didn't even ask. Whatever. They did what they did. And they had to run a line from my neighbor's house all the way across my backyard, all the way to the side of the house where it connects to the where it connects to the house. And said somebody would be back. Uh, the next few days, they'd give us a heads up. So I might be back to bury it, do everything proper. Cool. No big deal. I appreciate the effort. Thank you so much. Somebody actually gave me some customer service. The internet was all hooked up. Everything was great. New modem. Everything's running perfect. Thinking somebody's just going to come out, bury the line. Don't really want it across my whole fucking yard, but what am I going to do? Get home the next day or a day or so later. You know, still don't notice my yard torn up, but I hadn't really walked in the backyard. But for some reason, I'm on the other side of my house where everything comes in. And I noticed what they had done was they had dug a trench from a neighbor on that side of the house, dug a trench about 30 feet, 30 feet from a box that was in that neighbor's yard all the way up to my house. Um, but... They missed a spot, or they missed calculated where they were digging to, apparently. And they half-assed bury the wire in the trench, which I can live with that. I can fucking throw dirt in a trench. It's not a deep trench or anything. But instead of going to the PVC pipe that goes up the wall and into a box, they just stop the trench, cover it up, wires coming out of the ground over about a foot, cut into the PVC and cram the wire up the cut in the PVC. It's hard to explain, but if you get it right on, you're paying attention. So my first thought was, fuck it. We got internet. Everything's good to go. And then the normal person, me fucking showed up and said, man, fuck this bullshit. Somebody's ass is getting back out of here and doing this fucking right. They did. They came out they did it right. At first I had to explain to the guy, what was wrong because he couldn't see I, he could not understand even though the trench did not line up with the pipe or the pvc pipe going up the wall into the box 
and there was a foot of wire over above ground, mind you, above ground, just coming out of fucking ground across against the house, cut into a pipe, looked like shit. Basically, I told him, look, do this, but underground. I don't want to, I don't want it to look like shit. I don't give a fuck what you do underground. Just make it, don't make it look like fucking hillbillies live here, please. I already live in a shit neighborhood anyways. But he looked at me for a minute like a dog that hears a funny noise. Like he couldn't understand the problem that I explained to him. It, it looks like shit, bro. You know, whether you you understand or not, just do what I asked, please. I didn't say it like that. But I somehow got the point across. Just come on, dude. A little pride in your work. Wasn't the same guy. I didn't want to take it out on him. But whatever. You know, it was just one of those things where we're taking 10 more minutes to do it fucking correctly the first time. The whole thing was just a pain in the ass that could have been avoided from start to finish. I mean, eventually this guy did it. He took care of it. But, I mean, even down to the last guy being there who fixed this other person's problem, he was just baffled that I, I, how, how is this not okay? I I I don't fucking understand people. I don't fucking get it. Anyway... I babbled enough. So here's the lesson I'm trying to say. Let me start by saying I'm not one of those people that expects anyone to kiss my ass. I don't want anyone to lose their job or shit like that. All I want is my shit fixed. I don't want to get mad. I don't want to get upset. Why can't I just tell somebody, here's my fucking problem. Fix it. I mean, that's what I'm I'm paying for a service I'm not getting. I would. I think that's how it's supposed to work. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I don't want anybody to kiss my ass. I don't need some overly excited, fake attitude from somebody on the phone. Oh, I understand your problem, sir. I understand what you're going through. Oh, please, let, we'll make it right. Please, you know, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. I don't care what you tell me. Tell me to eat shit as long as you fucking fix it. I don't care. I don't want to hear bullshit. I don't want to hear excuses. I just don't understand why it it can't be. I hate getting mad at the person on the phone because that person usually has nothing to do with it. But that person is usually the first line of defense. It's going to fucking rotate you on the fucking this guy, this guy, this guy. And you got to tell them the same fucking information. Why are you taking down my information? If you're just going to send me to somebody else taking who's going to take down my information, Who's that? They're gonna send some send me to somebody who's gonna need the information again. But whatever. Why can't you just in this day and age? Hello, how can I help you? Well, X this. I've got this problem. Okay, we'll take care of it. Why do I have to go through layer after layer of bullshit? Three, four people telling the same thing on hold for ten plus minutes while you're being transferred. And you're giving them the same fucking number over and over. And then when shithead number one comes out and things don't go like he thinks they're supposed to go, he just leaves and says, fuck it, I'm done with it. Then you got to go through all that shit again. Why is it so hard these days? What is going on? Why do I have to talk to five fucking different people, give them the same information, and still not get anything resolved until, by the grace of God, you come up against one person who actually gives a fuck or is bored enough to actually listen to your problem and want to help you. I mean, losing your shit is not the answer. 
We all know that. Whatever you do, and, and whatever you do, don't use foul language. That just gives them an excuse to hang up on you, and you just fucking start all over again. I mean, you'd think they would want less customers calling in and complaining. And that would, to me, would think, well, if I want this guy to stop calling, well, why don't I fucking take care of his issue and he'll shut the fuck up? Look at it like that. I don't know. Is it is it most people are just that fucking stupid these days? Is it they're that stupid? Are they trained to be fucking ignorant? I think, I think there is a lot of stupid people out there. Most people I, I come across these days are just ignorant pieces of shit. And they're, or they're told to do their jobs by an ignorant piece of shit or how to do their jobs by an ignorant piece of shit. And you can't do anything about it. And I don't understand that. I mean, there's literally nothing you can do about it. Who are you going to do? Well, I mean, who are you going to do? What are you going to do? Complain to their boss? Well, good luck getting in touch with them. Well, I'm going to talk to the manager. Fuck off with that. Just fix my shit. And for you people out there that do this shit for a living, why can't you just take some initiative and try to help someone? I deal with customers on a daily basis, and I get it. Most of them are stupid as fuck. Most of them are difficult to work with. It's very rare that it's an easy problem to fix. I understand. And I hate my job. I absolutely fucking hate my job and dealing with people. But usually... Not always, but usually the quicker you deal with it, the quicker you can get off the fucking phone with them. But, you know, you get that customer every now and then, the ones that have a legit problem and they really do need your help, and you can help them, and they use some form of English you can understand. They're not making up shit, and they don't have a fucking attitude. I'm more than happy to, <laughs> more than happy to help that person. I want to help that guy. Plus, it makes a day go by faster. Really... When I look really get right down to it, that is the only reason I help people and do my job as effectively and as good as I can. It makes the day go faster. That and the fact that, you know, I feel like I've accomplished something. But at the very bottom of it, that's what I'm getting fucking paid to do. Unfortunately, as much as I hate my motherfucking job, that is what these people pay me to do. They pay me to help these people. I don't like it. I don't like one motherfucking bit if you want to get right down to it. Matter of fact, I do hate my job to the point where if I was single, didn't have a family, I'd just fucking quit. I'd walk out and, you know, be a fucking bum or something. I fucking hate my job. But that's what they pay me to do. And they don't pay me to half-ass it. They pay me to do it correctly. People don't get that these days. It's like pulling teeth with some people. You call. How many times have you called customer service? Similar to my problem, I, I remember we're with AT&T now. Used to be Comcast, never again. I don't care if they were the last provider on the planet. I wouldn't use them. As many problems as I've had with them in the past. Um, every instance, wherever I had it, it was a fucking problem every time. It's like those people live just to be a fucking pain in the ass. I don't know. You don't need to hear all that shit. But anyway... That's what I get paid to do. So you people out there who have that job, who are in customer service, who are at a help desk of some sort, don't be a fucking cocksucker. Just fucking help somebody because that's what you're paid to do. Just fucking do it. It's not that fucking hard. Take a little fucking initiative. 
Man, and I deal with some motherfucking morons every fucking day. Every day. Even the job before this, I had fucking every day. I'm just destined to be miserable at work. I I don't know. That's the bottom line. That's the lesson of this one. If If you're in, one, if you have a problem with customer service, be patient. That's all you can do. That's really all you can do. Whatever you do, don't cuss. Number two, if you work in customer service, do your motherfucking job. For the love of God, do your fucking job. Because some people do rely on it. I know you hate it, but just do it. That's what you're getting paid for. But that's it. That's a, that's the only lesson I can give you today. I can get I can get that one off my chest at least. Do your fucking job. It's not just customer service. Anything you deal with customers. Well, I guess that's customer service, but whatever. Do your fucking job. Don't be a dick. Please. Anyway, let's light it up. I'm going to change gears a little bit. Go back to the somewhat current events. Or like I like to call it, somewhat current stupid events. Somewhat current. This is something I found recently. I know the solar eclipse took place a couple of months ago in August. And I was going to do some stupid current events regarding what dumbasses did. To view the eclipse based on an article I found where I read people were putting sunscreen on their eyeballs so they could look at it. And it's just as dumb as you thought. So I found this article first. Patients treated for putting sunscreen in eyes during eclipse, report says. This is Lacana WCMH, published August 25th, 2017. Uh, WCMH, I guess, is a... Uh, website. I don't know what the fuck it is. Some news source. Uh, those looking for an alternative way to protect their eyes from Monday's solar eclipse are now seeking metal, medical treatment after putting sunblock on their eyeballs. Nurse practitioner Trish Patterson tells KRCR she hasn't seen any case of damage by looking directly in the sun, but she and her colleagues have seen a few patients who experience pain after putting sunblock in their eyes. Quote, one of my colleagues at Moonlight here stated yesterday that they had patients presenting, uh, they had patients presenting at their clinic that put sunscreen on their eyeballs and presented that they were having pain and they referred to an ophthalmologist, unquote. According to the National Capital Poison Center, National Capital Poison Center sunscreen getting in your eyes can cause pain and irritation they recommend rinsing and running water as the best first aid sounds pretty fucking stupid right well this is where I find that it gets worse I was going to do that was going to be my current event find how many people actually did this and how how many cases did it and, and where it was mostly like what state or what city or whatever. Where are the most dumbasses in this country? This is where it gets worse. I started to find other stories regarding the practice of sunscreen in the eyes and all I could come up with was the same regurgitated story 
just rewritten a bit. And what I found in all these stories, if not all most, was one of my colleagues at Moonlight here stated yesterday that they had patients presenting at, is that, am I saying that right? Presenting at their clinic that put sunscreen on their eyeballs and presented that they were having pain and they were referred to an ophthalmologist. That appeared in several articles on the internet. And what makes it worse, and it wasn't just nobody's like this, uh, WCMH, I found the same article, well, not in the same exact article, but the same quote by the same person um, on websites like the New York Post, Forbes, Miami Herald, Live Scene, Daily Mail, Independent of the UK, which is IB Times, remember them from episode one, the Daily Wire, and several other sites. So I stopped after two pages of Googling to see if I can find something something different or a different quote or a different story or whatever, but I couldn't find it because this, this, yes, that's a fucking dumb story. People would put fucking sunscreen in their eyeballs to look at the fucking eclipse, eclipse, eclipse. But what I find more disturbing is that that, that quote was stolen. It wasn't stolen, I'm sure. I don't know how they get around it. But that quote appeared in all on all these websites, all these different forms of the story. And uh, I just want to say, you people are fucking lazy, moron, fucking journalists out there. You all use the same quote. And that, that's just fucking dumb to me. That's just fucking dumb. So I, I, I chalked that up. I, had, I thought I had a good funny story for the today's uh, or this week's somewhat current stupid events. But how about a somewhat current, dumb, fucking lazy bastard journalist? That's pretty fucking lazy, I think. New York Post, Forbes, Miami Herald, Live Science, Daily Mail, Independent of UK, IB Times. Just fucking sickening. Lazy bunch of motherfuckers. I guess they couldn't figure out any other story to write, so I'll just copy this one. Fucking idiots. But while I was going through all that, I did find this gem. <laughs> this actually made up for all the stupidity I came across. And this is from the star.com. Rapper Joey Badass cancels Toronto show after staring at the eclipse. I've never heard of Joey Badass. I don't know who the fuck that is. But here's the article. Rapper Joey Badass has canceled three shows, including Saturday's concert at Toronto's Echo Beach. After tweeting about watching Monday solar eclipse without protective eyewear. This is a quote, and I did find this quote on another website, too. Am I crazy for watching the eclipse today? W no gl- All right, I'm sorry. I got to speak in fucking Twitter terms. Am I crazy for watching the eclipse today with no glasses? I've sun gazed before and afterwards saw colors for a whole day. I didn't die, though, he wrote on the Twitter on Monday. This ain't the first solar eclipse, and I'm pretty sure that our I'm pretty sure our ancestors ain't have no fancy eyewear, he continued. Also pretty sure they ain't all go blind. That's beautiful. That's poetry. This ain't the first solar eclipse, and I'm pretty sure our ancestors ain't have no fancy eyewear. Also pretty sure they ain't all go blind. So this fucking boob the next day announces this uh, that he has to cancel. 
You canceled the Toronto, Chicago, Cleveland shows on Logic's um, Everybody Tour. Uh, were canceled for unforeseen circumstances. No, everybody saw that coming when the dumb fuck said, I'm going to stare at the eclipse with nothing on my fucking eyes. Unforeseen. Moron. And it leads up to the speculation the cancel- cancellations might have something to do with his vision problems. Was he merely fooling? On his Instagram Instagram account, and the rapper posted a photo of himself. <laughs> the rapper posted a photo of himself wearing eclipse blocking eyewear. After all, his management team declined to con- declined to comment. Uh, Live Nation confirmed the cancellation of the Echo Beach concert, along with Logic and Big Limbo. Fuck it, you don't need to know the rest of it. It was canceled. It was canceled because a fucking idiot got blind. <laughs> blinded himself. So, and then I found this from spin.com. Joey Badass spent the week being joke fodder at, <laughs> being joke fodder after staring at uh, Monday's solar eclipse without protected eye, eye, protective eyewear. Then canceled his first three shows on Logic's Everybody's Tour. While he didn't actually confirm any injury to his eyes, he said he canceled the show because of unforeseen circumstances blah 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 blah. he also shared an update posting an instagram picture of himself sporting new garish shades doc said i gotta keep these on in the daytime now says the caption a little annoying a little annoying but they are pretty fire let me uh decode what he said the doctor said i've got to keep these glasses on in the daytime from now on uh, they are a little annoying, but they are pretty fire. And you got to Google this fucking picture. Google this picture of uh, Joey Badass with um, with Eclipse. Uh, Eclipse, there I go again. Eclipse glasses or blind glasses, blind dude glasses, whatever, however you get it. Because, no, they don't, they don't look good. They're not pretty fire. They look like absolute dog shit. You look like a fucking idiot that stared at the goddamn eclipse and blinded yourself. You look like a fucking boob. But you got to check out the picture. I might post a picture of it on the website. Um, So, that's enough of that. I mean, he looks like a fucking clown. I mean, just looks like a fucking dipshit. So, let's move on to my favorite segment of the show, which is Amazon One Star Reviews. It's people who've given products... A one-star review on Amazon for shit they bought, and it's usually because they're stupid. The uh, the first one, Digit Life Stainless Manual Prodable. I don't know what that means. Heavy duty. It's a fucking can opener. Let me try this again because I'm reading it verbatim. Digit Life Stainless Steel Manual Can Opener for Prodable Heavy Duty Leaves No Sharp Edges Manual Can Opener. You, this is going to be good. If you can't get the title of your product right, then you're a fucking jackass to begin with. But this person, one out of five stars, works good at cutting most times, but always leaves very sharp, nu- very sharp nub in can and have to lift up and twist off almost top of can. Just use on a can. It didn't open at all, and they spelled didn't, D-E-D-N-T, because of reviews through all packaging out. Let me try it again. 
Works good at cutting most times, but always leaves a very sharp nub in can and have to lift up and twist off almost top of can. Just used on a can, it didn't open at all. Because of reviews, threw all packaging out. If you're going to complain, complain in English. I mean, spelling's one thing, but make some fucking form of sense. Well, I mean, would you trust that review if you read it? It's got several great reviews, but this one review, yeah, I'm going to trust this jackass who doesn't know how to speak a lick of fucking English. And here's one zero of <laughs> zero out of five stars. Works good on small cans. Very difficult to open gallon cans. Works good on small cans. Says it again. Gallon cans? Why are you using a fucking manual? Works good on small cans. You made that very clear. Does it really deserve a bad rating or is it the can opener smarter than you? All right. Two pack HQY corkscrew wine opener. Premium all in one wine corkscrew and bottle opener. Risk free. It's basically it's basic waiter's corkscrew with a bottle opener. If anybody knows what that is. It's got a bottle opener corkscrew all in one thing. One star. I've bought several of these corkscrews and the majority of them have broken. So keep fucking buying them. Why do you keep buying them if they keep fucking breaking you dipshit? You're giving them one star because you keep falling into the same fucking trap. You're a jackass. All right, here we go. Born to Run the Book by Bruce Springsteen. One star. Haven't had time to read the book yet. So you give it a fucking one star because you're too lazy to fucking read. One star. Haven't had time to read read the book yet. That's just pitiful. I'm going to give it one star because I had to, I hadn't had time to read the fucking book. So it's a horrible book. Don't buy it because I hadn't read it yet. All right, one out of five stars. Could not get past page 100 when I discovered he was a draft dodger during Vietnam years. Lost all respect for him. I could see where some people would do that, but, you know, give it a good read. I mean, did you you understand why he didn't? uh, He didn't go to Vietnam. I ain't reading this goddamn book. Fuck him. Goddamn. (laughs) One out of five stars. My wife bought this damn thing. She's a be- <laughs> she's obsessed with him. My wife bought this damn thing. She's obsessed with him. So you give it a one out of five stars. Did you read the book? I mean, if you read the book and gave it a one star and said it was a fucking horrible book, I get that. She bought the book. She's obsessed with him. So I'm giving it one fucking star. What, did she call out his name while you were fucking her? Or did you find out she was she was one of his groupies that he nailed, you know, back in the day or the fucking road crew took turns on her so she can get her picture taken with the guy? Either way, you've got problems, dude. You're gonna give it you're gonna give it one star because your wife's obsessed with him. Oh, here's my favorite one of these I this one's a two star. I had to get this one because it's I love the ones where people try to be smart. Disjointed and verbose. Too many 50 cents words where nickel ones would do. And you misspelled nickel. But that's a pretty good two-star one. Disjointed and verbose. Too many 50 cent words where nickel ones would do. Learn how to spell. If you're going to try to sound smart, at least learn how to fucking spell. You're a jackass. 
I'm, I'm kind of guessing you don't really know what disjointed and verbose means if you can't sell a, spell a simple word like nickel. I mean, I think when you get disjointed and verbose off the word of the day calendar, you're a fucking stupid ass. That's just dumb. All right, here we go. Uh, what's the next product? All right, we're getting down to the lean years. Next product, Tac Mag Gun Magnet with 25-pound rating. Basically, it's a gun magnet. You can put it on your wall or under your bed so your gun will be right there. It's pretty useful. I've got one. I've got a couple, actually. But, you know, it just makes it handy or whatever. 25-pound rating. I don't, eh, we'll see. I've got two of the very same one, and I own a Glock. So this makes it. This is probably why it stuck out to me. Magnet is way too strong. Could barely get my Glock off the magnet. Ordered two and had the same problem with both. 25-pound magnets are way too strong for a handgun. Well, I wouldn't... How can it be too strong? 25 pounds is pretty, uh, it's not really that much. Now we got somebody with the exact opposite problem. One out of five stars. One star here. Barely held my nine, nine millimeter SA pistol, less than three pounds. Will not hold if magnet is bumped slash, uh, parentheses car slash truck holder. That's just great. We got morons driving around with a gun being stored in their car slash truck by a fucking magnet. Make sure it's, you know, hanging right there under the console pointing at the gas pedal so uh, you can blow your own fucking foot off. And uh, when you hit a bump, I got no problem with people being armed legally. But for the love of God, be smart about it. There are better ways to keep a gun in your car Spend the money, do it right. If you just got a fucking magnet holding your gun up under your fucking console and you hit a bump and it falls, or if you think you can hit a bump and it won't fall, well, that makes you a fucking jackass. It's a magnet. I mean, what, what are you, wild, wild west? You got a quick draw somebody at a fucking red light? I'm all for, you know, legally carrying a gun. And knowing how to use a gun, but be fucking smart about it, you jackass. This wasn't made to fucking tote your gun around in your goddamn truck. This is for like under your bed, in your closet, behind a shirt or something, you know. Or if you want to just reach above, a, you know, your closet door, it's right there. That's that's one thing. Fucking people are dumb. Or you know, you know, make sure I got my gun cocked and loaded and ready to go, hanging by a magnet right under my steering wheel pointed right at my foot so when I do hit a bump and it falls and it goes off because not everybody's got a good gun and it blows my fucking heel off my foot well by god I'm armed and ready fucking jackasses one out of five star junk too difficult to install screws and screwdrivers are both magnetic thus it is nearly impossible to install I'm going to look online and get a real holster. Returning this item to Amazon. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm returning this item. I'm going to look online and get a real holster. Why are you using this as an option, another option for a holster? What are you doing, sir? It's a magnet. You're probably like the moron before you. I'm going to just drill this into my side console. So I can have my gun right there on a magnet. Fucking idiot. 
You're just a moron. You don't. You're the kind of person that kills other people by accident. And then here's another one. Well, 25 was too strong for contestant number one, but this guy gives a one star. The magnet will barely lift 15 pound weight. Any minor movement, and the weight falls. Why are you trying to pick up a weight with it? It's for a gun, you jack shit. What kind of gun are you fucking hanging around or carrying around this 15 fucking pounds? What are you hanging in your fucking house? What are you trying to hang with that fucking magnet, sir? Good God. I think you're the problem. I think you're a fucking, you get your head case and you're a maniac, and I don't know what you're doing. Get rid of the gun. Return, return the item. Get rid of your gun. You don't need it. You got problems, sir. That's what kind of um, love I'm giving the morons this week. Uh, for questions and comments, episode ideas, or just go tell me to go fuck myself, please email me at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Or you can go to Dealing with Stupidity, roll over to the contact page, and uh, fill out the form. It's basically just... It just hooks up right to the Gmail account. Or you can uh, hit me up on Twitter uh, at DWStupidity. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry this episode went so long. Thank you. Until next time, have a great week.